Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Business from the Fast Boat on the Serious Angler Network, powered by X2 Power. And guys, today I am excited. Solo show. We are in the midst of getting into fall stuff here. And for most grassroots guys, most, I mean, even the Opens, uh, Toyota Series, kind of that middle ground too. It's a busy time. It's kind of frustrating for those of us that hunt out there because you want to be hunting, but you want to be fishing as well because there's a lot of championship events that happen in the fall. And almost across the country, really, in that fall time frame is when most guys, your team tournament guys, your Bass Nation stuff, everything, the championship level events happen late in the year. And it's interesting because then non-COVID years, for the most part, you then see guys get up to that Bassmaster Elite Series level or the Bass Pro, t- Pro Tour and stuff kind of starts to wind down this time of the year. So it's it's interesting how like you get used to fishing in the fall a bunch and then it kind of just goes away. I don't know if I like that or if I'm uh, for it or against it rather. So anyways, um, I wanted to break down today something that I've, I've been thinking about here that it isn't talked about enough is the different ways you can get involved from a grassroot fishing organization level with the opportunity to fish nationally. So I'm going to break this into, let's call it, we'll call it four categories. And, um, to me, the two that everyone should be fishing, regardless to, in my opinion, regardless of if you are at that Toyota series level, that Bassmaster opens level, or trying to make it to the next step, you should not sleep on the Bass Nation stuff as well as the TBF. So those are the two, the two big ones, in my opinion. Also, if you, have, if you are near a lake that has this stuff too, BFLs. Um, and then lastly, your traditional teams, team series tournament stuff. A lot of that isn't more of a national play, although some of those are recognized nationally, like the Alabama team trail, the Texas team trail, some of the stuff out West. So that stuff to me, uh, if you can swing it is, is a great situation if you're trying to make it the next level. But for all those folks who are also interested in having a job, want to compete, these are great opportunities and they, they truly do build your skills um, because as you advance, you're fishing against more and better anglers and the tournaments are on newer waters and they're multi-day events. Whereas maybe in the beginning, they might be day events, that kind of a thing. And um, as we all know, there's a big difference between fishing that day event and then going and, and um, fishing a multi-day event and having to save fish and do different things like that. So, um, first off, let's talk about the Bass Nation. I think this is a little more well-known than the TBF and I could be, uh, could be wrong on that, but that's just my thoughts, at least around here. So the Bass Nation is each state and TBF and Bass Nation are very similar in my eyes. So every state has a Bass Nation, uh, chapter that is for, the state and then each bass club in that state has representatives and you vote on, um, at least in our state, you, you vote on the structure and then what lakes you're going to, 
how many events you're going to have, everything that's going to qualify you for the next level, which is then the regional. And then after the regional is the national. And then after the national, um, there's the ability to make the Fast Master Classic. So let's break down, and the Elite Series, by the way. Let's break down how that works. And I think that this stuff is just so underutilized from anglers. So each state is set up differently. Some states, they basically have a series, like a tournament series that'll be, you know, three tournaments a year. It could be five tournaments. It could be seven tournaments. Um, it could be a single event in our state in Colorado. It's a single event generally. And we generally do it out of state because we want to be on bigger lakes than, than our, our state here. So it makes it a fun event. Um, there's a lot of different structures there. And in Bass Nation rules, you can only fish for one state per year. So you can say you're not going to be able to make the Texas tournaments this year because there's too many or whatever it may be. You could hop over into Oklahoma. You see guys do this all the time. Big one comes to mind. The guy who uh, from Oklahoma has ha used to fish the Elite Series and has uh, done a great job uh, fishing the Bass Nation, making it to the Classic over and over is uh, Jared Miller. Or I, I, I shouldn't say that. I think he's only been to the Classic once through that. But he's, he's fished the Bass Nation a long time and done very well. He fished Colorado stuff in the last couple of years. So that's always an option, kind of a cool deal there. So how that works is, so say you, you, you qualify with your state. So you finished in Angler of the Year. Say it's a state that has a couple of tournament season. You finished in the top 12 on the boater side and the co-angler side. However, they do that. You finish in the top 12. You then advance on the state team is what it's called. And from there, you go to the regional event. Now, the regional event is a group of states. So interesting, Colorado is kind of in, I mean, literally no man's land of bass fishing, but you either go west or you go east. And so kind of guys got sick of driving to the east, to the west because those California lakes are 20 hours away versus some of the stuff in Oklahoma, um, even Missouri. Some of that can be more like 10 to 12-ish hours, sometimes a little further. But anyways, um, that is the division we are in now. So it's like a, a conglomerate of states, right? So it'll be like Colorado, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, I think Missouri as well. I think Louisiana as well. So that's kind of a, a, the group of states. And the same applies to all across the country. So you'll have kind of like a Southeastern, a Western, a Northeastern, Central. So anyways, groups of states. You compete as a state for a prize or a boat at that tournament, but you're also competing against your state. So the primary goal is to make it to the next step. So you are competing against 12 other guys from your state. And if you are the highest finisher at the regional, you advance to the national. What's nice too, with these programs, they basically, they spread it out throughout the year. So it's not so, so guys can use vacation time and that kind of thing. So you have your state qualifying occur in one year and then the following spring or uh, during that next year sometime, there will be a regional event. And then if you make it again, so you're at the regional and you finish in the top spot in your state. So you could be 15th, but you're the top guy from Colorado. You end up advancing to the national championship. 
So um, I've seen a lot of guys make it to the Elite Series this way. We're talking about Brandon Polinick. A um, bunch of guys have kind of gone through that that road to get there rather than traditional Opens. And um, I would think that we're going to see some more participation in this stuff just for the fact that uh, for folks who can't swing all nine Opens or aren't willing to, to sacrifice um, and quit a day job that kind of a thing to go fish that i know all nine opens so anyways <clears throat> that is a great route for grassroots anglers get involved in your state you get to meet some great people you get to make it to that next level that regional thing and then uh if you know can get there that national tournament's awesome and you've got again it's it's reducing a field size every time so you're only going to go in against 12 guys it's a full tournament right at that regional event you know it might be 80 boats, whatever it is. And, and there's good, there's good prizes there too. And you're, you're trying to compete for that top level, but you're trying to be the best from your state to advance. And then at that next one, top, top co-angler, top pro angler from each state compete. So you're really only competing against, you know, 50, a couple less. There's not always, you know, guys from Alaska, right. That are fishing and that kind of a thing. Um, you're only competing against that group of guys at the national and then within that there's regions of the national so it's kind of kind of really confusing here but you basically have this series of tournaments that that is over a two-year span so you go to your regional in the springtime generally and then if you make it in the fall there's your national championship so someone from every state is represented there and you're competing for a chance at that tournament to make it to the Bassmaster Classic I think now at one point it was seven guys. I think now it's three guys that go to the classic. Um, and then the top three anglers finishing. And then uh, the top angler gets his um, part of their entry fees paid for for the elite series and a bid to go to the elite series, essentially. And the additional guys that qualified for the classic, I believe, get opens entry fees paid for. Anyways, that is how this, the current system works. Cool, very cool route. Anyone can do it. You can come from any state to go and compete in that. And uh, it's, a great, it's a great situation and a great way to learn. Okay, so that is Bass Nation. On the other side of things, very similar is TBF. And I think this one is not talked about enough. Also, by the way, I forgot to mention, at that Bass Nation level, those regional events as well as those national events are covered very well from a camera standpoint um bassmaster blog stuff is put up so it's it's uh it's very cool because it, it has that feel for family members friends anyone who's following along sponsorship stuff all of that becomes important because it's showing uh bass does a great job with the media to cover that stuff so that is the bass nation everyone should fish it if you're interested in fishing single style events not team events it's a great way to do it. Okay. TBF is called, or it's the Bass Federation. It's their own organization, their own entity, but they feed to some extent into the TBF or not into TBF, into major league fishing stuff. So TBF works the same way. You have a state, you qualify within your state. There's some sort of tournament structure, a couple tournaments. It might be a single tournament, it might be two, it might be three, whatever it may be in your state. And then you make it to a regional the same way. Same thing occurs there. You are competing against 
though at the at that so the, it's called they call it the semi national semifinals. So I'm going to give you show you here. I've got a slide pulled up on their website. So no, let's do this. Okay. So basically, here's the district map. And how this works is each one of these regional tournaments is with these states. So you have these three, a couple here. And for those of you listening on iTunes, it's just a map of the different divisions on the national semifinals. So similar format, you make it to that national semifinals. And they, look at this. This is a great breakdown of this. So their whole thing was trying to make this stuff closer to home, not necessarily having to go travel like an Opens, TBF, or an Opens or a Toyota Series guy, which Toyota Series has done a good job of making that localized for those interested. But the TBF National Semifinals, whoever wins that from each state, there'll be one boater, one co-angler that will advance then to the Federation National Championship. Okay. Again, with all of these, there's in the Bass Nation, there's there's pretty good prizes there. There's you know a couple thousands of dollars, uh, or tens of thousands of dollars for that top prize. You're making it to the Elite Series. You're making it to the Classic, which is an automatic ten thousand dollar payday. So, anyways, on the TBF side of things, that national championship pays out something like hundred and twenty grand plus. So, my my good buddy Lance Freeman won that a couple of years ago. But basically, they send you a new boat. In this case. It's a Ranger Z20L. Plus, they give you the living the dream package. And what's nice is they've changed that into saying, okay, you can, it's called living your dream pack prize package instead of living the dream prize package. And essentially, rather you have the option. So in the past, it was we give you this is how Mark Janos Jr. made it. They give you a full entry fees paid for for at the, that time it was the FLW tour. Now it would be, I would assume the, uh, um, what are we calling it now? Gosh, it just keeps changing. Uh, the major league fishing pro pro circuit is what it was last year. This year, I think they've already renamed it again, but anyways, that's how you, you have the opportunity to have your, all your entry fees paid for and a stipend for traveling for that season and your new boat. Or you can take a cash prize of something like 120 grand, and you can decide how you want to do that. So really cool. Um, we'll have to get Lance on sometime to talk about why he ended up just keeping the money and not pursuing that living the dream package. Um, anyways, that is that format. Same thing with co-anglers. You're competing for like $30,000 payday at the end of it all at that national tournament. Also, what this does at the semi-national level. And at the national championship level, there's ways based on where you finish within your division, it allows you to go to both um, the BFL All-American, which has a fantastic payout and a low number of full tournament guys, right? So there's 50 guys. What I love about these is as you advance, it narrows down the field at that championship level. You know, it's a, it's like a classic style event, right? It's only 50 guys, same thing in all of this. But what's cool about the TBF stuff is because it's connected to major league fishing, have the ability to go to TBF or sorry. Wow. There's so many different acronyms here. The BFL all American, as well as the Toyota series championship. And that just depends on where you finish in your division. So cool things there. I think those two are highly underutilized. 
because sometimes it's just a tournament or a couple of tournaments here that are generally weekend. You know, you can come fishing on a Saturday. Maybe there's a practice day Friday. You can get into these within your state, be close to home and have that ability to have that national feel. I think it's a fantastic situation and uh, isn't taken as um, taken advantage of enough. Back to Bassmaster real quick. One thing that they have done is called the Bassmaster Team Series, which uh, I have mixed feelings about. So I qualified for that, or my tournament partner and I, Turner, qualified for that last year, or and we went to Lake Eufaula to fish the Bassmaster Team National Championship. So that is more of an organization can qualify as a Bassmaster organization, so you even see guys like Alabama Team Trail do this just to almost incentivize anglers to fish that stuff because it gives you another opportunity. And most of the time, it's in the winter. So this championship is always in December. So therefore, it's always in the southeast part of the state for the most or the country for the most part. This is a you win angler of the year of your bass club kind of a situation or your bass team series. And then you get a bid at the national championship. The difference with this versus the other two I just discussed is it's generally a very large field because it depends on how many boats you have, right? So in Colorado, I think this year we're going to send two because we have over 50 teams fishing the team series. Okay. Alabama team show when there's 200 something plus teams fishing this, they can send a lot of people. So some bass team tournament series, send six or seven guys some send one i'd say the most part most guys send between like one and three across the country well that adds up it ends up being something like 250 300 boats which is fun it's great the trick is the payback in my opinion isn't really there at that level and for someone like us in colorado having to go 32 hours for something um and basically don't get me wrong great way you make the classic eventually you can make the classic by winning that, it then breaks down into a teammate on teammate competition. I'll go over that. But basically, the payout's something like 30 grand or a boat, something like that. But it's just a lot of um, a large event, right? So, like, I look at odds and all of this. And when there's 300 boats, there's nothing wrong with, with going to fish that. And especially if you're trying to make it, take every opportunity you get. But when there's a 300 boat field and you're only getting paid out in that top 10 guys, like, that's to me, that's just not a not a sustainable way to uh to go and, and don't get me wrong if you've got the time the money the sponsors whatever it may be go do it but just from my perspective that's a tough sell so the advancement to this though so say you win it that's great you won you make your thirty thousand bucks or a boat whatever it may be okay the next step is they break out the top three teams so three teams so now there's six anglers each person's on their own boat and they're doing a bracket style tournament for the last qualifying qualification person to make the Bassmaster Classic. So it ends up being, you know, team, the first place boater versus the third place co-angler per se. Now they're on a different, they're all, they're on their own boats at this point. And it, it's a bracket style gets down to one finisher. That person qualifies for the following year's Bassmaster uh, or not. I'm sorry. That, that upcoming year's Bassmaster Classic. Sorry this stuff is so confusing 
<laughs> and hopefully you're getting some ideas about it. If anyone has any questions, feel free to message me. Also do your own research on this stuff, but these are great ways to, uh, to get involved at that local level. I would say the next category I would call the BFLs are a great way. $200 entry fee on the boater side, hundred bucks on the coangler side. Um, generally they're all on the same lakes for the most part, or pretty close to that. They're a region qualify for the next kind of tier up. And then after that, it's, uh, the BFL all American, excuse me. And so, um, great. You, you've seen plenty of great guys and still you see high level pros fishing these when they can, it's a great way to learn a region, um, of the, of the country. So that's another great opportunity. And then, uh, I would, I would really break down the third category being your various team series across the country that are higher level. I, and I would say it doesn't even have to necessarily be higher level because we're talking grassroots stuff, but like your Texas team trails, your Alabama team trails. Um, and then out West, there's a lot of stuff. You got the one bass, you have the ABAs, there's all these different tournament organizations and great opportunities more on that grassroots level. A lot of them though, don't have that national exposure in my opinion, or they don't have that national qualification, right? You can't go fish a big national tournament, which I think is a draw for a lot of people. At least for me, it's, it's a cool experience to go somewhere across the country and new that you've never been. Um, now that always also comes with travel costs. So, um, there's something to be said there, but I would say for the most part, your grassroots anglers are not, are, are more interested in this from a, they want to compete, but there's a vacation standpoint to it, but that doesn't mean if your goal is to make it to the highest level to not fish this stuff, because I think that's severely lacking, especially again, to reiterate the two tournament series that people are not spending enough time fishing are the Bass Nation and the TBF. Those are the two, in my opinion, about to go fish the semi-national uh, here on Colorado on Pueblo Reservoir in the next week. And then I'm headed up to a ABA championship in Idaho. Super pumped to get up to Coeur d'Alene and Pond Array. I've never been to either of those places. And um, I just love that country as well. So I'm excited to uh, get things going. It's the fall championship season for me. And um, with that, guys, solo show. We've got some cool stuff in the pipeline for Serious Angler. If you haven't yet seen the drop, we are starting a new show called the Lure Lab Podcast. And, uh, this is just our way of expanding more. It's going to be a quicker show style show. I don't want to spill the entire beans on it yet, but, um, it's going to be a blast. And, uh, we're just trying to make this, uh, this podcast all encompassing all around all types of bass fishing. So if you, uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, get ready to, to see that stuff happen. And then in the coming weeks, tell us what you think of it, follow those platforms and um, with that, guys, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for a, a fantastic year so far with everything with the podcast and um, can't wait to see what's in store for our future and the future of bass fishing. A bunch of schedules got released. Not going to get into all of those, but we will do a show on that here shortly. And uh, I'm excited to see where this industry goes in the following years. And with that, I am going to basically sign off here. And if you guys wouldn't mind giving a rating or review, if you have the opportunity, it always helps us out, shows people you're watching. And please, please support the sponsors that support our show. All right, guys, have a good one and um, go catch the fish.
Thank <laughs> you.